Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the new Chevy Silverado, you might be driving in this... But with the Silverado's redesigned interior and large infotainment screens, it'll feel more like this. Introducing the new 2022 Chevy Silverado. Find new upgrades. Find new roads. Chevrolet. You are listening to the 1420 Sports Podcast. Four beer with a sports talk and a whole lot more. With your hosts, Brent Radlinski from the Yankee Tavern North and Dave Van Robies from the Dutch Oven. Both of us are in Lethbridge, Alberta. Let's get into it. 1420 Sports Podcast, show 151, November the 8th, 2021, the day after the Nuggy Challenge. Uh, Dave, I uh, if I don't have another Nugget, I'm going to have one again, obviously, I love them, but uh, I'm good. There was still some left over in the fridge today. Uh, Deanna was picking away at them every time she opened up the fridge and she'd have one here, one there. I don't think I'm going to have one for... Uh, I wouldn't say a few months, but it'll be it'll be a few weeks, anyways. Oh, the same, same for me. Like if I if I run across one, I might pop one in, but uh, I'm not I'm not looking for nugs anymore. Like that was, I don't have the competitive eater fire. That is for sure. No, I sure don't. I did this 16 or 17, whatever it was. I didn't do very, didn't do nearly as good as I thought I could. I thought I'd do at least three a minute, but uh, didn't. So, anyways. It's uh yeah, I, I I'm not I'm not that kind of an eater uh ever or anymore or whatever it is, but um I do think that I could do some cheeseburgers like we talked off work or after after the show last night. Dave, tonight I'm just going with the beer never fills you up, never lets you down. Bud light. Uh went and had a couple of beers over at Mojo's today, had a couple of strongholds. What do you got going on tonight? Uh same as last week. I bought another six pack of this dab, this uh this German beer. I I didn't realize I missed uh, a good German brew, but apparently I did. So uh, I'm, I'm enjoying one of those tonight on a Monday evening. Monday evening. Got the uh, the Leafs. They uh, had a, a trap game tonight. They lost to the Kings and they, after a big weekend that they have. I got the, uh, uh, the, the Chicago Bears and the Pittsburgh Steelers. It might be the dullest football game in the history of football. But anyways, get over. Let's start talking. We talked about it briefly yesterday. The, uh, the Flames and the Oilers, um, they took care of business against the Rangers over the weekend, scored a lot of goals. Two teams that are doing quite well to start the season off. You got Edmonton at 9-1, and one, Calgary at 7-1-3. and three. I know it's early, but you know what? Let's talk about it. Uh, it's been since 1991, I think it is, that the those two teams have met in the playoffs. We're old enough to remember the Battle of Alberta is heyday in the mid to late 80s and everything else. And the, the best two teams in hockey were, were Calgary and Edmonton. And uh, for quite a lot of years, and if Edmonton wasn't winning so many Stanley Cups, Calgary would have would have won just as many. Um, would it be great, Dave, to I know you're a, you're a divorcee and you're not a big Flames guy, but to see those two teams meet in the playoffs, say in, I don't know, six months from now or five months from now, would it be uh It'd be pretty exciting, I think. 
I would love to see that. I would literally love to see that. It would it would rekindle. I would like to see what kind of emotions that rekindle because, boy, that was everything back in junior high, uh, Flames Oilers and 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 it was about a two thirds flame, one third Oilers split amongst uh, the kids in the in the class. Yeah, and and it was it was real it was like that was a team you cheered for everybody had a team everybody had a rooting interest and 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 bragging rights were a real thing and and we haven't like our like a full generation yeah that has no idea what what the the animosity between those two franchises could really mean because and they've been irrelevant for so long um both teams had a run to the cup but without the other one um being in the way so i well that's what i was going to say dave for a rivalry to exist both teams have to be relevant and and matter not just not just to the fan bases because fan bases can keep rivalries existing but if both teams aren't relevant and competitive um not only against each other but against the rest of the league nobody cares like the rest of the and that was the best thing about the Battle of Alberta. It would take primetime games away from the, the East Coast games that were going on because it was so it was so intense and it was so like the fan bases didn't like each other, no matter like, yeah, you at, you go to school, you go to work and you get along. But like there was some definite disdain for a Flames fan to an Oilers fan and vice versa back in those days, especially in the, the 86, 87, 88 years. Um, it kind of went away after that night. Like once, once the Flames won their Stanley Cup, then they could relax a little bit. But man, those the battles that those teams would have. And you're, I'm not just talking the, like Gretzky and Joe Mullen and everything else, like the, the, the star players, but the goons that both teams had were, uh, I shouldn't use that term goon, the tough guys that both teams had, I guess, they were something else too. Nick Fatio and Hunter oh. and Semenko and uh got yeah, Kevin McClellan with two black eyes all the time. Oh, just, you bet. Oh man, they were just battles. Both teams are start off to big starts, and it's it's fun to watch uh, right now. I haven't been following a whole bunch yet because like I, I'm a, I haven't got into the hockey mode a whole bunch yet, but both teams, you know, uh Calgary's playing Sutter hockey, and you know, eventually uh Edmonton had to turn it on with a guy like McDavid. Yeah. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's encouraging to see both those teams getting off to great starts because both teams have been traditional slow starters in the last 20 years. Right. And then now fighting tooth and nail, it's nice to get some points in the bank in the first half of the season. Like it's, it's a saying, right. You don't make the playoffs the first month of the season, but you can miss the playoffs in the first month. Every two points right. matters. It, it really does. You, like I've said before, you can't win the world series in April. You sure lose it, but they've improved that wrong differently in the last couple of years with the world series. But um, it's, it's good to see. The problem is that I don't know. I shouldn't say I don't know. I don't think that either team has enough of a gritty side on, on either the <laughs> Like to me, the, the grittiest guy on the on the flames would probably Kachuk. He's a bit of a shit disturber. Uh, he scored that beautiful goal the other night. Uh, I think the grittiest player on the the Oilers is probably their goaltender, Smith. Like I he's he he don't mind punching guys in the face and everything else. Uh, but I don't think there's that and, and and hockey's different than it was 30 years ago, obviously. But I don't know if you can have the 
that either team will have the disdain for each other because these guys nowadays they play for um, their national teams a lot more. They play in the world juniors a lot more. They, they know each other a lot more. They hang out in the off season a lot more than it was back in the day where you wouldn't be caught dead uh, in the same restaurant as, as, uh, as the opposition would. Right. Like they're more, even though they're on opposing teams, they are more collegial, like through the players union, they're, they're all, they're more understanding of this is just a job and we happen to play with different jerseys, but come playoff time. I, I do believe that does go away during the regular season. You can be chummy and everything like that. And, and you can be collegial in the playoffs, but like when you're on the ice, like it's, it's go time because at the end of the day, a lot of those guys and it, and, and it kind of, I guess goes to the culture of the team and, and, and what the team leaders want. Like, at the end of the day, at the end of your career, you want that ring. And and yeah. and everybody, especially with people like Kachuk and his old man, right? Like it's, if any regrets, dad, yeah, I, I never got a ring, right? Like I imagine that. Yeah, that go get one. Yeah. Yeah, go get one. Like, and when you have a chance, you dig in and and, and you give it all. And, and if guys on your team don't want the same thing you do, then, then either it's time to find another team or you change your mind in the locker room. Yeah. Like I said earlier, it's just, it's, it's a different, uh, it's a different way the game's played now. There's not the, the guy who's, who gets two shifts a game, goes and punches someone in the face with something to do. Um, but I don't think there is going to be the hatred that was once had once had, but I, I do think that between the two cities, because we're, we're close to both Calgary and Edmonton, obviously we live in Alberta here where it's more near and dear to our heart, but these rivalries that exist, um, it's more of a fan-based rivalry, but I think that the fan, that the players probably would feed off a little bit and maybe the alumni comes in and say, yeah, and get guys fired up a little bit, you know, at between, you know, between games three and four, whatever might happen. If there was a playoff round, I think having the old boys come down to the dressing room or the alumni box or wherever they do it, um, or reading on things, reading up on things, I think that, that a, a rivalry would, but both teams have to be relevant, like we said. But it, it would yeah. be fun. It would be so. It happens. I don't know any other ones that might be. You might go Boston, Toronto, uh, Montreal, Toronto. But a Calgary Edmonton one that would be uh, that'd be something great for us us old guys to watch something like that again. And then something I, for would, Jasper to watch, and something for you know my nephew to watch, and then my my niece like something that they haven't grown up watching. Obviously, you bet. Because you know after the the Battle of Alberta when it was the thing in the late eighties, early nineties. It was uh, after that, the Flames tailed off first and the Oilers weren't relevant, but they were still making the playoffs. And then the, it, was, it seemed it was Dallas Stars. They were losing yeah. to Dallas every single friggin' year in the playoffs. And then Edmonton t- uh, fell off and Calgary was irrelevant. And then Calgary and Vancouver seemed to meet all the time. So just, you know, uh, uh, in a recent um playoff and and actual competitive hockey where it means the most it seems like calgary would be a big and vancouver would be the rivals here right now and edmonton really wouldn't have one because they've shit the bed they got robbed against anaheim two years ago or three years ago whenever that was but then they shit the bed against winnipeg in the in the bubble playoffs no i i would love to see it again it would be because I, I think what would be great would be the, the we we talked in the past about the montage and the montage would be just fantastic before before they would start in a hockey camp 
like I think Canada would have those would just be the battles and the the scars and the like like you think about like what didn't it didn't uh, mean a whole bunch because the Oilers ended up losing or the Flames ended up losing in Game Seven in '91, but seeing Flurry going down the ice after he scored that overtime goal and on his back, and then you see the the Gretzky goal coming down the wing, and you see Tim Hunter beating up Nick, getting beat up by Semenko and everything else that was going on, and and then who was that? Uh, who did uh, Messier elbow in the head? That just just devastating. Was that was that against Calgary's against Winnipeg? Well, I can't remember. You know what I'm talking about? It was uh what I it was a vicious, like macho man top rope kind of elbow. Messi came down the wing and just clobbered some guy. I remember I'm sure Tim will tell us, but yeah. I remember one, it was I don't know if it was Messi or Anderson, but like speared Mike Bullard coming off the off the when they were skidding off the bench. Remember that one? It was dirty as shit. Those two and, teams just, just, just absolutely because they played so much in their the old Smite division. You know what yeah. team I feel bad for, Dave? Out of the out of those, uh, not the not the Flames, the Oilers, but the Winnipeg Jets had a hell of a squad back then. Oh, you bet they they totally did, and they started the. They light just out, ran right? in. They they, they 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 just ran into Calgary Edmonton, and they were screwed. Yeah, and they actually beat Calgary one year, but yeah. like, and then now you got to play Edmonton. Like it was. Like those are three of the top five teams in the league. In the league, and they all play the same division. Yeah, yeah, and they had to play each other in the first two rounds. Do you think that it was just like the X factor? Those all those years was it just Gretzky, Messier was were better than everybody the Flames had, or was it just something else that the Oilers had a little bit more swagger? Well, both, right? Like uh, the, that Oiler team was stacked, and and you know, but then. It's that iron sharpens iron, right? Like when you're Winnipeg and Calgary, like we got to get better. Like this is it. We see them whatever twelve times a year. This is who we got to be. Yeah. This is who, and then so you just like Rick Flair said, when you to be the best, you got to beat the best, right? And and you see the best all the time, and that's when you know it was a little bit unfair because you know Calgary, Winnipeg, um, the the Canucks, and who else? Those guys. Calgary, Winnipeg, and Edmonton beat the shit out of each other for two rounds. Yeah, and then uh, you would go on to the North, and you'd be playing Chicago or Detroit or. And the whatever. North was and it so was, bad. So the semis, the, the the Stanley Cup semifinals were a cakewalk. Yeah, it was. They they could bench players to recover from the battles that they had in the first two rounds. Yeah, most and it, five. Five, maybe six games. But there was never any seven-game battles back then. No, they were not battles. They were uncompetitive. It was like yeah. seven, two games. It was anticlimactic for the fans because you get through the spikes. Like, okay, we did something here. Yeah, and now you got the Stanley Cup Finals, and they had a battle through all theirs, and now you just gave the Oilers a, 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 a five-game series to rest up. We're going to do a would-you-rather later on. I got a pretty good one lined up for us tonight. But would you rather they go back to the division like the division like they had compared to how it's a conference uh, one versus eight and everything else that's going on? No, no, because for that reason, it's it's unfair to the teams. if Because it happens. It, it, it happens all the time, not every year. But one, one division is better than the other, the other division. So it's it's a little bit unfair to be in a, a stacked division like in baseball yeah. um this year the nl sorry the al east was so competitive right like yeah. the jays were one game out of a wild card you had four teams and that it, made that should have made the playoffs 
it, yeah, like they they were that good, but you got to draw the line somewhere, and I understand it. So that's why I think this uh, the one versus eight um, is fair because maybe like one- maybe just I I I'd like to go through when when I have time uh, I'll find time I guess somehow, but I'd like to go through Stanley Cup champions and conference finalists um, over the last twenty years who wouldn't have made it because or who would have made it because you know what i'm getting at? like I, i'd like to see if you go through okay they would have made it anyways they would have made it anyways and and and, and or, or back in the in the 70s and 80s when they had they had divisional well they probably would have made it anyways well you know yeah, what i mean like i don't back, have time yeah, but, but like back, it just there's so much more parity now too right because yeah. back in the 80s there is no chance an eight seed was going to take down a one zero and now uh, it happened. happened what, what, what the the what was the, the miracle in Manchester? What were the, uh, the <coughs> when the Kings won in '85? Uh, the, they scored five or six goals in the second and third period against the, against the Oilers, but that was a different different era because it was there, there was crossover and all kinds of different things going on then too. Yeah, and that's because yeah, the like, Oilers were the Oilers. Like that was '82, I think it was. Right, and they lost right. to the Kings one the year Kings, too. Yeah. Like yeah, it was. And you know it's 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 never impossible, but also those are five game series and yeah. and then that kind of thing. But like, in, I'm glad today, they got rid of the five gamer. Yeah, it's I don't like it with baseball. I don't like it. I, I really I really because you you get a you get a bad start out of one guy like, ho- like baseball and hockey are different, obviously. But you get a bad start out of a pitcher in a five gamer, and all of a sudden, oh, we're we're done. And like two out of yeah, it's. Yeah, I don't know. And a team comes in on a heater, right? What's what's three games to them, right? Like they're on a heater. Yeah. They've won you, twenty you can line, last twenty. You can line yeah. your pitching staff up pretty easily and everything else. Uh, mm-hmm. That's we're, I know we're a long ways away from it, Dave, but it, it would be so so fun to see that Oilers uh, Oilers Flames thing. Uh, I can't imagine what the province would be like. We're already uh, a little bit divided in things with Calgary and Edmonton and everything else, but that might be a fun one to watch for sure. Oh, I, I, I would, I would, cl- I would tune in for sure. Would yeah. you pull out a, an Oilers jersey or? No, jersey God, I'm, I'm watching as a hockey fan, not as an Oilers fan. I think I would actually, I'd probably watch a few games with mom. She's a big Flames fan, and I might just to to dig into her a little bit. Put on, uh, she bought me a McDavid jersey for for whatever reason a couple of years the ago. Cream for Christmas. The creamsicle one. The creamsicle one. So I might put that on just to just to dig in with her a little bit and uh, have some fun with her because. She's she's still a Flames fan from the, from back in the Lenny McDonald days for sure. So uh, it'd be a, it'd be a great series. It'd be a lot of fun. Um, I personally would. I don't think that the uh, the Flames would stand a chance against McDavid, but McDavid hasn't proven that they're going to win the playoffs yet. So um, it's it would be a lot of fun. We're a long ways away from that happening, but uh, here's hoping. Here's hoping. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Yeah. 1420 Sports Podcast. Going to let our gut settle down a little bit. The, the Nuggy Challenge, we did. We, we failed miserably as uh, as men, as but not as uh, we're not competitive eaters. We, we acknowledged that yesterday. Deanne beat us uh, both, but uh, maybe that's uh, maybe got to feed her a little bit more. 
Well, like, and also too, I, I, I am curious as to, cause I, I, I did watch that YouTube a little bit today. Your nuggies were one biters and ours were two. I'd like to get away. I, I'd like to weigh your guys. Maybe we'll get down a little bit. But, but you uh, know, Deanne can pack her down. Like, but I'm then not she gonna... won't eat again for another week. Okay. Well, anyways, the my uh, I, I'm a pretty regular guy, and it was a little irregular today. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll say that. Yeah. And and I wish I uh, I wish I had a little bit more veg in my system. Is what my uh, what my what's what's what my bowel movements were telling me today. Yeah, I uh, I was still regular, but a little bit a little bit longer than it should have been. <laughs> anyways, anyways, we got some different merch coming your guys' way for the uh, the holiday season. Uh, the 1420 podcast, four beer with sports talk, and a whole lot more. 1420 sports podcast, four beer with sports talk, and a whole lot more. We are everywhere you get your your sports podcast or your podcast, nonetheless. But anyways, Dave, the NFL week, whatever it is, eight nine. Um, geez, there's just seemed to be a lot of trap games this week. We talked about it briefly yesterday that I didn't think that the Broncos were, were going to uh, have a hope in hell against the Dallas Cowboys, but you said, well, the Cowboys haven't beat anybody. But you, you look at games like uh, Jacksonville and Buffalo, the, the Giants and the Raiders, you, you got uh, tonight the Steelers and the Bears. It, uh, geez, it, it, it's, a, it's a betting man's disaster right now because. There's so many trap games and so much can happen. And a lot of these teams that just year after year, they prove they aren't very good. Turns out, you know what? They're just not very good. Yeah. And football is that, is that every given Sunday, like there's, it's so true. After a big win, I'm going to, I'm going to pick on the Bengals a little bit here. They, they, pounded they they made pittsburgh look stupid a divisional game they got up for it and they played like lions and they 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 punched him in the mouth and then they lay an absolute friggin egg against a backup quarterback in the new york jets they let that kid set a friggin record for god's sake i don't know how that happens i don't know how buffalo loses to Jacksonville. Oh, like, Buffalo doesn't score a people, touchdown. People are picking Buffalo to be in the Super Bowl not that many weeks ago. You know, they oh. win some games, and then all of a sudden they're like, oh, oh they're Buffalo again. You know, and like uh, it's it's scary to think because, yeah, you can have an off week, but you know what? You only get seven, 17 weeks now, not 16. You got to be on it for 17 weeks. We're not asking. We're not asking for a lifetime here. You got to go out and beat Urban Meyer and Trevor Lawrence and Jacksonville Jaguars. You just have to. Yeah, and it is a game, and 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 like any sport, you can't be turbo all the time. You can't play playoff hockey all the time. You can't do that for eighty-two games. But NFL is asking you to do that because we're giving you a week off nine times out of ten. And you got mm-hmm. a lot of players. And you got a lot of players. Out. And we're coaching you up, and and we you, everybody knows their job. Just go out and be better than the guy that you're looking at you're looking at on the other side of the scrimmage. That's all you're doing. But I, I it happened. It, it happened three times this week. Denver they beat up on Dallas. Well, that, I watched. I like I watched that game intently, and just thinking eventually Dallas is going to just turn this around, and and they didn't come close to coming around. Dallas they got stomped on. 
yeah, Dallas didn't score until the game was over. And yeah. what was it, 30 nothing? Something along those lines, yeah. Yeah. And 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 the Giants, they're they're gamers. They're not terrible. Well, they are terrible, but you know, they they they've shown themselves they have the ability to to play football when they're all on the same page. Well, Dave, if you but the thing is, uh the, the Giants went into a situation against the Raiders where the Raiders are um, that's a mess since Gruden left. There's a lot of turmoil. That team's been in turmoil since since we were kids. Uh, they've they've changed locations how many times? Back and forth, LA to Oakland. Now they're in Vegas. The ownership, and then you talk about uh, what's going on with Gruden. We talked about a few weeks back about how much of a, a nozzle that guy turned out to be. Everybody kind of knew uh, he turned out to be a dickhead. And then you got the uh, the two players who got in trouble. Uh, Suggs and uh, Annette uh, Rugs, Rugs, sorry, Rugs. Uh, two guys, both former first round guys. Uh, one guy uh, impaired driving, causing death, going 157 miles an hour down the highway. And then you got uh, residential this, uh, street. Yeah, and this Arnett guy uh, with getting on Instagram or one whatever social media thing showing guns he was going to kill somebody and basically saying on social media that's why they call it social media david it's social don't put it out there dude you're asking people to see what i'm going to write right now i'm going to watch this and you've got x amount of million followers because you're a professional athlete dave there, we talk about it we talked about the blackhawks a few weeks ago we talked about what other franchises um organization control with the raiders has never been their strong suit and the just the NFL is big enough where they can step into these owners, like with this, this Davis character and say, man, like, how do you, how do you have three major situations in a week? Like this isn't, it's not a coincidence in my opinion. I don't know squat, but I might be thinking that the NFL uh, old boys club, the, the boys club of the boys club. Yeah. The guys who've been around, the guys whose dads were the owners. Mark, they want Mark Davis out. They don't want him to own the Raiders anymore. They want a more corporate atmosphere. Thank you for getting him to Vegas. Thanks for getting him out of Oakland in that uh, doghouse you guys are playing in there. No offense to Oakland, but Oakland Alameda Stadium is What's a dump. Is, it's a I I've been a few times, so I have it, it has a little bit of a sentimentality to me, but it's a dump. It's a dump. Yeah. And and you can't blame anyone for, for leaving there to go play in that shiny new uh barn they have in Vegas. You can't. And but now that he's there, and now that he's showing that he has no ability to do the proper hiring and exert any con- kind of control from the top, I I think the NFL might be starting to lean on Mark Davis to, to find it. Maybe sells someone who, someone with a better haircut. Well, that would start it. Like that, that, that would start oh, the, the whole, the whole thing. It's just, if you, if you don't have good hair or if you have hair like that, there, that's where you <laughs> uh, shouldn't poke fun of people's appearances. Cause we're, we're supposed to be grown up state, but we're You're not a billionaire. No, get a better, have hair. better hair, man. Like you have, you have a billion dollars in the bank. Go, you don't got to go to master cuts or whatever we talked about this last week, whatever it was. And uh, I just find it fun. Not funny. I find it strange that whoever decides to draft these guys, like when these guys 
are doing these crimes, which they're crimes, and it's and it's already proven in a court of law and everything else. Um, whoever's drafting these guys in the first round, there's something not right with the GM, with the ownership, with the president, whoever is making these, these decisions that you're drafting these guys. I, I can't understand how this can happen. Yes, people make mistakes, but I would like to think that if I was the president, GES, you, you go to the combine, you see these guys can play football. Like you, okay, good. I test good. But I think like after, <clears throat> after they have their, their day with their cleats on, you sit with them with their flip-flops on, a pair of shorts, and you sit face-to-face with the guy. I think I could probably pick out this guy's be waving a gun and that guy is not. I'm not saying you're wrong. What I'm saying is, like, I understand how kids can get into trouble in college. I, yeah. I can understand how someone... Because their first time away from home and everything else, I, I get that. Yeah, and, yeah and, and home wasn't that shit hot to start with, right? No. Like, the, the... A lot of them, a lot of them have better lives when they went to college. Exactly, right? And now... Well, I shouldn't say them, to... but, like, and that's, it's, it's white right. and black, it's everything else. It's not a, it's not a race thing at all. Like, it's, it's not but, a race thing. But now when you get to the show, it's about having a strong locker room presence. You have to be able to have people in the locker room that rookies can look up to, mm-hmm. that rookies can can listen. And, and you have and to have... And not just a coach. Or not just a player. Oh, no, no. It has to be players. And it has to be someone who is not only leading by example and, and, and telling them, but it's someone that's willing to take the time to say, hey... Why don't you come over to my house for supper? Don't go clubbing. Come over to my place. We'll shoot some pool, play some video games, whatever. It's not about the Instagram game. It's not about your likes on Facebook. This is how you conduct yourself as a professional. Because you, you can play for three years and make 400 grand, or you can play for 10 years and make 30 million. Take care of yourself. Take care of your family. Take care of your body. Yeah. Take care of your team. Right? Like, this is how it is. I get it. Clubbing is fun. I get it. But you're playing this game to the age of maybe 32 if you're lucky. There'll be lots of time for that at the end. And the thing is, Dave, is that like the the Raiders back, I mean, Jesus, a long time ago, and it wasn't my my, uh, can of worms or bag of ice or whatever you want to call it back in the 80s and 90s. But the uh, the Raiders have always played in this bad boy attitude. You go back to the uh, don't call it a comeback. The 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 Raiders and the and the the the, the, the uh, what was the 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 rap scene back in the in the eighties and nineties. They've always yeah. played on this, and maybe it's well when they were like, playing when they were playing in LA, yeah, at the at the Coliseum in, in, in Compton. And I, like it, maybe it's time to say, okay, that's enough because, and I don't think, I don't think it's, I heard today on some radio show that maybe it's a Vegas thing. When you get to that level of stardom and money and everything else, it doesn't matter that it's in Vegas or in St. Louis or wherever. Um, if you're going to pull up bad shit, you're going to pull up bad shit. Yeah. Vegas is a, a different, a different, we, we both been there. I've been there a few more times than you, but dumb shit happens in Vegas, and the, if, and I, I think dumb shit would happen if it was in Green Bay or if it's in Vegas or it's in LA or wherever. You have well, enough you know, money, you can get a lot of trouble no matter where you are. Well, you don't even need money, right? Like trouble always finds that kid. 
right? Yeah. Like, yeah, like how many times have we heard? Like he always finds trouble. It's it's just you gotta you gotta be mature enough to steer away. When you see trouble, you go the other way. Don't walk towards trouble. And, the best and, way to avoid a situation is to avoid a situation. One hundred percent. You I mean, know, it took it took and, you and I a few years to learn that, but we learned it. You know, it was hard lessons. And and then thank <laughs> God we didn't we didn't kill anybody. Both of us both of us did get our DUIs back in the day. And yeah, situations, but whatever. Lesson learned. No one got yeah. hurt. Yeah. Right. And thank thankfully. And now but we're smarter, we're wiser. And and then we can impart those those lessons to people that we know and care about. And you know, and I would think that a teammate, even though you might despise the person, this is your teammate. And if you want to win and, and you can make a difference in this person's life and, and maybe people don't want to listen, but I, I think it's a time now in the world where, where, where these players, it's more about money anymore. Like it's, I, I, said, you, I Dave, I think it's bigger than that. I think it's endorsements after, after your contract because of, you know, these influencers, this might sound ridiculous, but all these influencers are, are doing nothing who are getting paid just to, to wear somebody's fucking watch. And these influencers are happening because of Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and everything else. The, the money, the, the, it's, it's the money that can be made outside of the game that matters because anybody can play the, not anybody. Players are so highly replaceable that they got to find a way to make money after the fact. Right. So if you if they're out of the club listening to this song, drinking this booze, blah, 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 the money that can come their way is pretty astronomical. Right. And you know, let, let's you know, I'm gonna bring up someone Gronkowski, right? Acts like a total buffoon anytime his face is on the screen. Yeah. Has he ever gotten in trouble? I don't think so. No, never. He's clearly putting on an act, he's about branding. Right, and, and has nothing to color his skin. He just does the he does he acts like an <coughs> idiot, and yeah. he take but he gets a limo home. He doesn't shoot guns. He doesn't do this. He doesn't do that. It's it's not a race thing. Gronkowski's a buffoon. Yeah, who's made a ton of money being a a really good football player and having a good time. And and I've also read pretty like, simple he, like he hasn't spent a dime of a game check. All his career, he just he lives off his endorsements, and that's what he does. There you go. Right, like so, and 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 like he has it figured out. Yeah. And and then playing the big dumb farm boy, um, works chick, for him. Obviously, works for him. And there's there's other players that, like I'm sure, like Troy Polamalu, I'm going to bring him. Yeah. For uh for the for the Steelers. Like, how could you not like that guy? He he balled so hard, flew around in that big main. Like he was he was great all the time. And I think it's players like that 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 can make a difference in the locker room with the younger generations. You need someone probably from uh, uh, your it, kind it, of upbringing it, it, that that you can rely on. It comes right from ownership, right on down to the your, your weakest link. Because you always go as your weakest link, and if you're if you're if your owner is a buffoon, then he's probably probably going to hire a buffoon as a GM or a president, as Davis did with Gruden, who turned out to be a, a not a very good dude. And the, the Raiders, they lost already three uh, first, second round draft picks in the 2020 draft that uh, two were in, in serious trouble right now. And uh, it just seems to be uh, not, not a good thing that they're going through. And like we said earlier, it's the Raiders seem to uh, 
trouble follows trouble and they, and they can't seem to get away from it for, for what and for whatever reason i don't know yeah and raider fan has such a persecution complex oh they all hate us the league hates us they've all they're like i got i got people that still bring up they, they just hate brady so much because of that tuck rule back in the whatever it was at yeah. eight 19 years ago brady's a pussy well you know been in right. more rings and you've made the playoffs silver yeah. and black get out of here yeah it's just time to it's time to grow up a little bit i think and, and just change change their way of thinking in that, in that organizational and that's an organizational flaw that the nfl has to step in and i think that this year it's kind of it's really you know very obvious what's going on there and there needs to be some organizational control that, that hasn't been there for quite some time you know and maybe it maybe uh like for what a pos gruden was Maybe he was rooting with an iron fist and he was making sure these guys were taken care of. And now that Gruden's gone, it's like, oh shit, now fuck, we can party now. Like, I don't or know. Maybe that, he, but, or know, maybe he, he got these, he, these guys got drafts because he didn't care about, about their being human beings. He cared more about their on the field stuff. And I don't know. We're just right. pure conjecture so, now. Yeah. Speculation is what podcasts are all about. 1420 Sports Podcast, four Bureau of Sports Talk, and a whole lot more they the long winters uh ahead of us it, we, the weather's been other than the wind it's been uh pretty good but the winter's coming that means there's no baseball ahead of us um reading today that there's jesus there's labor strife ahead that they probably aren't going to settle before the the labor agreement starts on december 1st uh, no one ever wants to hear about millionaires fighting billionaires but it's coming and it's too bad uh I think this one, if baseball decides to make a situation where they do have a work stoppage, this might be one that they might not get out of because um, people aren't watching baseball like they used to. There isn't the fan base that there used to be. If baseball decides to go into a situation where the millionaires are going to fight the billionaires for a couple of cents, this might not be one they get out of. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Yeah, it, it is going to be a tough one because, God, there's so many baseball players. Like for every one that's making $25 million a year, there's 40 making 200 grand a year. Yeah. Right. There's just, there's such a disparity in the league. And I think that's when it comes down to um, labor strife in baseball, that's what it becomes now. The, the, the super good players, the 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 Mookie Bats, the the Justin Verlanders, the pick your poison, 
those guys want is every dime they can. And they're not afraid to take it off, take a haircut off those, those, the little guys. Yeah. And, and, and I think as a player's union, it's not an equal voice. And, and, and also too, there's so many, I'm going to use the term foreigners. There's so many Latino players from, from fairly impoverished upbringings they don't give a shit. Like they'll they'll play for whatever because that's still more than they, they would make. From. Yeah, at home, and and I get well, that. that's what and, I was going to bring up, Dave. Is that if if the Major League Baseball Players Association actually gave a shit about, and I'm I'm ninety nine point nine percent time pro player because the owners, at the end of the day, the owners they make a lot of money, and and the the players are just employees, but the owners are making so much money, um, but. If the players' association, I think the first thing they need to do, it's kind of going off base, but I want to talk about it here. But if the players' association wanted to take a stand, they wanted to get on the people, they get the people, me and you and Joe Public on their side. The first thing the players' association needs to do is say, hey, um, the minor leagues, we need to take care of those guys. Because if you oh. want, because those guys live on nothing. That's where live, I wanted they, to go next. And they like live less in, than minimum wage. Like they live in, uh, I, I don't want to say poverty because that's a whole nother level of, of everything else. But if the, if the players association, who are the millionaires, who are players, because that's what people get mad at, are the players because they're playing a game. If the players association wants people on their side, all they need to do from the start is say, we need to start getting the minor league players paid more. There's guys who play for seven months a year who make less than $30,000, a lot less. There's guys who make two grand a month. They'd be bet that, you know, that might be better off uh, working at McDonald's. Not that McDonald's is a, is a, is a, is a, it's, it's a job. Every job's important. So it's there, but there's guys who are professional baseball players in the minor leagues, making two grand a month for four or five months a year. And they don't have a, pot to piss in sleeping so, in a hotel six hour bus rides yeah. game after game like you know playing playing eight games in in seven nights sometimes so double like, headers here and there and everywhere else yeah you bet so Just, and then you, you you get to guy you get guys who are making 40 million a year and they seem to be forgotten about not the not not the not the major league guy, but the minor league guy. So the major league guys, the player association needs to really step up to get those guys paid first. I think. I I one hundred percent. But I like you know you can never you can never fault a a a guy or player for for getting what's coming to him when it's your turn to sign that fat contract. But you think just the last year of that pool holes contract, right? You put that. And that takes care of of a league, tuck, yeah. That like, it takes care the, of the entire Southern League for a year, exactly, right? The Texas like, League or whatever. Well, like, like, yeah, like, like, so whatever it is, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna just say twenty five million dollars. You give twenty five leagues one million dollars in the in the rookie ball or a ball yeah. thing, and, and that's gonna cover their that helps their budget, yeah, because you know. Like I don't know, I don't know what goes on. Some franchises are, are are run better than others, and that includes at the A level to the AAA level. I think AAA level, you're you're doing okay if you're playing AAA. 
But they're making get, if they have two way contracts, some guys are making eighty to ninety, hundred grand a year, and like just I mean, it's not rich, but they're it's better than working. But that, but that, but it's still minor league ball, and like yeah. you know, and and yeah, I'm not those guys shouldn't be making more yeah. than a hundred grand a year, right? Because you're in triple A ball. But like the but making uh, minimum wage and less than minimum wage sometimes in 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 A ball. And, no, and if, you, if, if you're if you're if you're in the if you're in the upper to top rung of your uh, of whatever profession you're at, you shouldn't be making minimum wage. Yeah, right. if you're like, in, like you can, can kind of you can compare playing in the minor leagues. If you're in a ball or rookie ball or whatever it is, um, you can compare it, I guess, to a apprenticeship. You exactly. Know, you know, yeah, so like you, a first year. So you, like so you a make first year. so a first year apprentice makes. I think in in Alberta. It's sixty percent of a journeyman's rate. I'm not saying that a guy in A ball is making sixty percent of ten million dollars, but it should be something he can live off of. Correct. Right. Yeah. And and then and then so he has a chance to to toil, toil away and then and then he has some money in the off season where he can get a little bit better and train train a little bit more and not be dependent on and have to get a, a job because if if you're just a minor and. The minor leagues, there's only so many guys who are going to make it to, to the big leagues. I get that. Most minor league teams only have players to fill rosters. They know what kids are going to make unless some, some guy comes up and has a good season. But most minor league teams, they just have roster fillers. So Because you need them and you never know who's going to work yeah. out. And, you, and, and, and I get that. So maybe, you know, okay, then let's take away a level of baseball. Instead of having rookie ball a ball double a triple a what about just like a ball and triple triple a ball kind yeah. of thing right and then and then take away those roster fills well what about those franchises well you know if you're not paying if you're making a buck off a off a um taking advantage of 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 players like you know what's the point like these like yeah. all these players you know which ones are going to make it and which ones aren't. And there's, of course, there's going to yeah, the be the San Antonio Alley Cats, whatever they're called. Like, yeah. Whatever. There's, whatever. There's, there's like 300 minor league baseball teams in the, in the United States. And, you know, it's fun and it's good. But then, like, then, then set up your, your independent leagues, like the Wimbo and, 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 and that kind of thing. And, and, and work it that way because then if you're going to be a good owner and if you're going to have a good franchise, then players are going to want to play for you. Not yeah. have to play for you. The it's it's going to get frustrating. It's going to get ugly. And the thing they're talking about lots is revenue sharing. And, and the you know the owners took a bit of a bat during the COVID seasons because they're a sixty game season and everything else. And one season, yeah, it's 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 they're talking about revenue and the way they're 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 trying to go uh, more towards Apple TV and and uh, streaming services and everything else. And so the the money is not going to be shared with throughout the teams. And there's teams that that tank so therefore there's not going to be teams that that spend a lot uh aka the well most of them like most teams have already said next year that they're not winning and so therefore the revenue's not there and players aren't going to get paid um it's become more and more of a have and have not uh, league and it's this one's going to be pretty nasty i i like that baseball has said that they're going to have a salary floor i like that but they also going to have a salary ceiling is that the owners talking out of both sides of their mouth a little bit? Well, you have to have a floor. You have to have. You can't. Agreed. What I would like to see 
is is a sport like baseball where there's so many teams and so many games set it up somewhat similar to um english premier soccer relegation right yeah you know like the bottom three teams the, you guys are in triple a we're going to take the best triple i don't know how to work it like obviously it's a far more complicated yeah, it's just system a, it's more and more than what we can talk about because like you can't have a, a a major league baseball team in Colorado Springs was a, a double A ballpark. Right. Right. You can't, but it, I know, like, I know what you're saying. Cause that, then it, it forces teams to put the effort. <clears throat> but it like, even in a major league baseball. So like, just take it as it is right now. And then, so after like, so after this year, like, so I don't know, I'm going to make something up. So at the all-star break, um, the, whoever is winning every division you're in, uh, and then the bottom third of the of the team, you guys are playing now for relegation now. Yeah, or or something, something kind of like it's you. You guys are out of the play. You guys can't win the World Series this year, and you can't. Now, and you can't, the thing is, and you can't hinder somebody else's World Series chances. Like we're playing you fourteen more times. And you're going to blow it because you're also you're bringing up minor leaguers because you want to see what they got for next year. Right. So now we're playing uh, Baltimore, who's been out of it for three fucking months. Since the, April the, 1st. Yeah, where the Jays and Yankees are playing the Rays, right? Like, yeah. So what do you, like, I, like, I don't have an answer. But it's, it's something like that. If you want to suck, suck. But then, you know. I, I don't, I, I don't know. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to take some notes. Relegation. Yeah, I don't know. Who am I going to write a letter to? To myself? Me. I'm going to write a note to myself. Relegation in MLB. And then, yes. you know what? And then, so this is how you do it. So the, the, the shit team, so you have to do it one year. And then, so the next year, the shit teams play each other for the first half of the year. Yeah. And then, and then, in the, and then you have the good teams. And then so at the all-star games, you got the shit teams all playing. Okay, so now you guys can come in. You guys have had good records. Now you can play against the big boys, and now you have a chance. Like, the yeah, there, there's there's got to be, there's gotta be a way. Because the, the way they do it now doesn't work. Like, like I know you're, you're spitballing ideas on the air here. And there's, there, there is, I, I know what you're getting at. But there's got to be something better than what they're doing. Because there's teams, right? There's teams right now on whatever, November the 8th who aren't making the playoffs next year. We could probably... Next show, we'll go through. That's what we'll do. We will go through on November the 11th, before we do the trivia show, that 15 teams right now who are not making the major league playoffs next year. And we'll, and we'll nail it. Like, we won't get those wrong. We'll be two-thirds correct. Like, there's always a surprise. But the fucking Royals aren't winning the World Series next year. They aren't making the playoffs. Neither are the Diamondbacks. Neither are the Marlins. Right? Yep. Neither are the Rangers. Yeah, there you go. Anyways, the uh, potential candidates came out. I saw something final ballot re revealed for the uh, on September the eleventh uh, or November eleventh. Sorry for the uh, Hall of Fame candidates for two thousand twenty-two. Dave, we'll go through a few guys. I don't know who some of these guys are. I'm a big baseball fan. There's names on here. I kind of remember who they are. Uh, we'll go. I'm not going to say them all because some there's no way they're making the Hall of Fame. But uh, let's go through a few of them here. Um, Let's go through the guys. The are you going to go for the new ones, like everybody in italics, right? Or are you going to go through the whole thing? Let's do italics. The, the one italics, the uh, the original, the the new guys. 
Okay. Marlon Bird. Don't know him. Was he a White Sox? I think so. I don't, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Michael Bourne. I thought it was a, a J- Jason Bourne, but I got that wrong. It's Jason Bourne with an E. So I don't even know if they're related. <laughs> so Michael Bourne's not in. Carl Crawford, good player. He was a good player. He was yeah, solid. Good player. I know who he is. He All was with favor. the A's. Yeah. No more than Coco Crisp. Holler pretty good. Holler pretty good. Uh, Prince Fielder. Injury cut his career short. Fat smacker. Uh, I'm going to have to say no. Just too short a career. If Vladdy Guerrero had three more good years as he's had, like the three, if he equaled his the next three years, what he had this year, that's the same player. Correct. Does that make sense? Yeah, but you need more than a five need more. Year. Like if Guerrero yeah. has three more good years, he, he'd have the same career as Prince Fielder. I agree with you. Yeah. Okay. Does that make that? I think that's a pretty fair, uh, fair assessment. Yeah. Um, Ryan Howard, real he, good player. A real good player. He mashed for a bit. First baseman, you know, there's enough first baseman in the Hall of Fame. Well, like uh, Elaine Bennett, Elaine Bennett, son of Seifeld, they put the worst player at first base. They put the worst player at first base, Keith right? Hernandez. Like, yeah, he can just... So, like... Uh, uh, I don't know, like... Really good player. He can mash. He was a difference maker with Philly. But I'm going to say no. Uh, here's a guy that I I think had a short career, body frame, the freak they call them. I think this guy, Jesus, man, just because the impact he had on the game and at the time he played, Tim Lincecum. I love the freak. I, I loved. I don't know if you could put him in because he didn't play long enough. Did he he won a, at least one World Series with the, with the Giants? Did he not? Yeah, but on the tail end, he wasn't a difference maker when they won. He was on the roster. Was he on two? Their, for sure, one. I don't think two, because he was. He, he was so dominant for for. He like, was so good. All 165 pounds of him, and uh, fucking the, hair and the, his violent throwing motion. But he won two Cy Youngs as well. Like Mitch Kramer on Days Confused. Oh Christ, I liked him, but you're I like it was it was too short a career. He did get paid and I'm happy for him in that way. I hope I would I would vote yes, but that's just because I I thought he was he, well he was special. He was he fun. was special. Like he's like DeGrom now, right? Injury prone. Yeah. De, DeGrom's so good. And and he's had a better career than DeGrom has. <clears throat> I'd say it's comparable. We'd have to look it up, but DeGrom's not done yet either. Uh, uh, we'll spick over, skip over Kyle Lowe. Lo- yeah. uh, Canadian Justin Mornell. He hit for a ton with Minnesota. Real good player. A real good player, but he's a first baseman as well, no? I I would... I would give him enough votes to get this to the another vote. Yeah. Um, so Morno or Ryan Howard, who's who's better there? Howard. Yeah. So same, same. Yeah. 
we won't go to Ortiz. Uh, we'll get in the steroid guys later on. Uh, Jonathan Papelbon. Fuck him. Yeah, he's a too much for a loudmouth. Yeah, just fuck him. Uh, Jake Peavy. Liked him a lot. He was a good pitcher, that inning eater. Inning eater. He was a less good um, Doc Holiday. Uh, he- Persinski. Red ass. I love a red ass. But I don't know how much of a difference maker he was. Good catcher. Good catcher. Not great. I agree. I think he's on the list because he's a personality. Yeah, I do too. Well, yeah. he, and like baseball puts everybody on the list. I'll give everybody a first vote. Yeah, here you go. Uh, Jimmy Rollins, really good player. Really good player. I don't, I wish I had a stat sheet in front of me. Um, uh, second baseman or shortstop was he? Shortstop, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know his numbers. He was relevant for a long time with Philly. He was on that World Series team. World Series helped. Oh, wait, got to win. You got to win one. I think. You got, I think to go in the World Series, you have to win one. It, it uh, especially in baseball, where it's uh, it's one if of those gonna, things. Yeah, if you're going to be a bubble player, you better have a ring. Yeah, because there's so many players in every team. Um, another guy here, Mark Teixeira, he got a World Series with the Yankees. Uh, great. Never player. liked him. Good player, not great. Another first baseman, isn't he? Another first baseman, yeah. See, that's unfair. First baseman, right? It's it's well because they're 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 involved in every play, not every play, but <laughs> most. So their name. How many on, are on there TV for more. Gold Gloves? Right, like. I was going to ask that question, Dave. It came up today. The Gold Glove and, uh, Award winners were announced. Is that the most overrated? Like, I like. I, of course, I would love to have a Gold Glove, but I don't rate somebody's career on how many Gold Gloves they have. I think it, it's. I think it's important. I think it's, I mean, it's better to have. I it's really better to do. have some than none. No, I like to be the best player at your position defensively. I think there's. I think there's huge props to that. Like, there's there's only 32 of you, right? Yeah. Greg Maddox won, what, <coughs> over 13 of them or something stupid like that? Yeah. Man, he was good. Well, uh, and also because he just he was a ground ball pitcher, right? So the balls were to hit to him, so he had lots of chances to get yeah, ground so balls. Yeah, so he has yeah. more chances. And, you know, a dribbler back to the mound, I can go 10 for 10 on those. Eight. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go uh, steroid guys, Dave. Bonds. Uh, no. Clemens. Nope. Uh, let's go through the list here, steroid guys. Jeff Kent, uh, not a steroid guy, but a dick. I like Jeff Kent, though. I know he's a dick. I know he's an a-hole. But he was so productive in San Francisco and Houston. God, yeah. he was productive. He was, and he was a good, good Dodger, too, actually, yeah. Here's a good ahead in second baseman as you're going to find. Yeah. Uh, I, I would give Jeff Kent a nod. I'd put Kent in the Hall of Fame. I would. Absolutely. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Andy Pettit, a quasi uh, steroid guy, did it once, allegedly. Is yeah, but like his body of work, he was on great teams. You can't really put him in there for his uh, five innings of four hit, of, of uh, four run ball in the playoffs. Right. Yeah. Uh, Manny Ramirez. No, just he was an abuser. Too many steroids. Yeah. 
<laughs> so it all just comes down to how many CCs you've injected in your body, really. Exactly. Like when you get caught multiple times, you just don't. I care. agree. I don't, yeah. Man, man Ram's out. A Rod, he's out because not only multiple times, too many CCs, and he's a dickhead. Right. Yeah, uh, Gary Sheffield. I like Gary Sheffield. That guy could. He could hit. Yeah, oh, hit. and he was fun to watch with all that bat movement and stuff like that. Bit of a red ass. Um, but and I actually don't know if he's a steroid guy. I, I actually don't. I don't think he's ever been implicated. I don't know. Yeah. One guy that I'm surprised isn't in, uh, Omar Vizquel. He, w- he couldn't hit, but man, could he play defense? You just finished saying that Golden Gloves were overrated, but and no, now you're all. I, I know, about but this, this this guy was above and beyond a gold glover. Gold glover. He was like, the, what's above gold? I don't even know. He was. I don't know. Uh, that word. He was sterling. Gold. Sterling. Yeah. He was sterling plat- award winner, platinum or whatever. Uh, yeah, the yeah, Hall of Fame is. And he's one of those guys that would get errors because he got to balls he shouldn't have. They shouldn't have. make it. Yeah. And we you talk know, like about some- the Hall of Fame in hockey the other night, Dave. How um, hockey has to have four people a year, whether they be retired for twenty years and they they have their four year. I like I like the way baseball does it. If they don't have enough voter votes, they just don't get in. They just yeah. like, okay, we, we have two guys going this year. We have one guy going in this year. And here I, you I like, go. I, th- 30 guys. Because I think baseball does it right that they they go, you don't get better over, over time. You, you, you're, you're, there's an obvious omission of a name that we haven't talked about here on this list, right? Fill me in. David Ortiz, you haven't said his name. Uh, I just didn't even bother because you know what? Uh, he has. <laughs> I didn't want to bring it up because it'll give my uh, Yankee bias compared to my uh, Red Sox unbiased. David Ortiz skirted the uh, the PED era. He got away with. I, I don't want to say murder because that's a, a, another subject. He's never day. been. He's never been implicated, has he? Oh yeah, he was. In that was... report, in the Mitchell report, he was. Yeah, but. Oh man, there is there there is some head scratching as to his turnaround once he's just as guilty as the the rest of my. I don't think Ortiz is in. If Ortiz didn't play for the Red Sox and become and becomes beloved figure, he's just as dirty as Barry Bonds. He's but like he's never been caught dead to rights like Barry Bonds or Madden. He's never been that. Ah, that Mitch report was pretty scathing compared. To, towards him <coughs> but he's he's such a huge personality he kind of gets a free pass and he was he could be the most feared playoff hitter ever he was the probably he's probably one of the top three red Sox of all time yeah um right. yeah and so i'm gonna have to go reread some stuff like because uh Okay, we'll revisit that uh, later on. I, I didn't think talk he was, that, the, the think he was ever found as oh. uh, dirty as uh, as Alex Rodriguez and Barry Bonds. I don't think it was good. But I didn't want to God show Helton. my... He's a good Sorry, player. Go uh, Helton's he, a good player, but he, he gets that he gets that thing with the playing in Colorado that your stats get padded. And a first baseman. And a first, you just don't like first baseman, eh? Well, Jesus Christ, you just put the fat ass that can mash on first base. Why first just like, base. like the first baseman gets so much love, but people hate the DH. 
I know one thing, Dave, you'll never get to first base. Anyways, 1420 Sports Podcast, more beer with a sports talk, and a whole lot more. 1420 Sports Podcast, we got a whole bunch of segments. Some of them work, some of them don't. We keep trying all of them, though, but one that I think works quite well is the uh, Would You Rather. Dave, you brought this up uh, some time ago. Uh, now that we're back into full mode almost here in uh, North America, I say North America, we've got listeners all over the world, which is strange to me still. But anyways, uh, things are back to normal uh, for most of us. Dave, would you rather go to a concert knowing that you're going to have a good time? Like go to a concert, like a Dave Matthews Band concert uh, that you know, you've been to a, a few times before. You, you know it's going to be good and you know the outcome. You, you know the duration's this. This is what I, I, I signed up for. Or go to your team's championship game with the realization, because there's a 50-50 chance, sometimes it's actually worse than that, that that team might lose. Would you rather go to something that you know you're going to enjoy or something that might turn out horrific? That's an excellent question because as a Broncos fan, they've lost more Super Bowls than they've won. And they've won three. Um, I think I would rather watch in my house a championship game. That wasn't the question. Would you rather go to? I would rather go to what I know and go to the The outcome is? Yeah, because I can high five 100 people there. It's, it's, It's with a little bit less intensity. Like, so... It'll be out of absolute joy and and common shared experience, but oh fuck! They no, might win. Fuck it, roll the dice. I'm old enough now; I can handle it. I'm gonna go and I'm gonna go to the championship game and hope my team wins. Fuck! I I, I don't is know it, where I is it, it at a today, neutral but, field. Uh, I'm a baseball guy, so no, it would be at. Would it's it make not, a difference? Okay. Would it make a difference for you if it was home or away? Game seven. So you know the trophy's going to get handed out. Game seven. I. Oh man. I thought I had this one nailed out in my head before I you you turn turn the tables on me and ask the question back my way. Um, man. I don't know how badly I would want to see my team lose. Like, if I was to go to the Bronx, go to Yankee Stadium, and they lost, I don't know. I I, I don't know what I'd do. Like, I I wouldn't go to Billy's, and I wouldn't go to, to Stan's. I wouldn't go to the Tavern after the game. I'd probably just hit the subway and head back to Manhattan. So it wouldn't be a joyous occasion. Like, it wouldn't be any fun at all. But if they won, you'd be high-fiving and oh, you not find the way back be, to the room Christmas until times 4 a thousand, o'clock in the morning. Man. Yeah. So, well, I... But it's a chance, risk reward. But the chance of them losing is, is 50 50, 60 40, you know, sometimes 70 30, depending on what the pitching matchup is. Um, but you go to a concert, like say if you're going to Madison Square Garden to, to see Billy Joel, you, you're, you're getting what you signed up for. So you, with you, all you the know, shared emotion and everybody's on the same page. And everybody's, ha- everybody's having a good time, no matter right. what. 
Uh-huh. So man, not to I, I I pulled this tough question tonight, and I uh, Jesus Christ. So in baseball, then I, like also I do, too. but I wouldn't want to be. I I don't want to. I mean, it's happened before. I don't want to spend money to be disappointed. To be disappointed. I mean, it happens, but but not to that level. You know what I mean? Like not right. to when that level. Te- like, like yeah. Because during like, going into a game, if your team has a chance to win the championship, you spent money thinking, okay, this this could be the greatest night ever. But then by like the seventh inning or the third quarter or the second period, you're like, fuck, does this suck? I'd rather go to a concert. I would. I, I'd rather go to a concert knowing the outcome, knowing I'm going to hear whatever song I wanted to hear. I don't want... I don't want to be disappointed. I don't. I I don't. See, I I think uh, like but winning continue. winning would be, but the disappointment would be too much. I wouldn't blow my head off, obviously, but it would be just, no. And I get you, but you know, watching your team win a big game and being oh. there, there's nothing better than that. And and God, like that one time, like the when the Oilers won that one game in overtime, and I was at that game. And the playoffs, I'm like my hand, like I gave yeah. a million high fives, and that that was pretty fun. I uh, we should put this. We'll put this out on Twitter tonight. We'll put it. See what people's thoughts are. But I think this is a very like I I just I just don't want that disappointment though. Okay, so here's another like part two. Would you go? Would you go to Yankees Dodgers game seven in LA? Yeah. You would go there before you would go to Yankee Stadium. Yeah. Because you would rather be like, so if you're in misery, you're in misery and they all hate you anyways. And in LA, I go have a good time. But I wouldn't go I to like, could, yeah. I don't know. To I would be in Yankee and sulk with all. It would suck. The, oh, yeah. I know how it is on a Wednesday in. July, it's shitty. Like people are bitching and horrible. But to lose in October would be just ugh, terrible. But yeah, whew, I, if I they won, like, boy, woo-hoo, boy, look out. That is a tough question. I, I, I like I said, like I, I went, like I one. went concert first, but then on the flip side, I'll, I'll roll the dice. So I think I'm mature emotionally enough to be able to handle a possible loss. I mean, it's like, but then two, also two, two hours later, whatever you go swill some beers in your room whatever afterwards and the next day you go back and what yeah i don't know and then again too if like if my team it would depend too i I would be more apt to go i think if my team was the underdog in the super bowl i'd rather them be a seven point dog than a 12 point favorite because going in going in expecting to lose not expecting but nothing to lose nothing to lose Right, you know, we lose, lose by a field goal, we get blown oh, out. Uh, we weren't fuck. supposed to win anyways. That guy, he's smarter than me. He said they were, we're going to lose anyways. Yeah. Right. So it's, it was fun we're being here. And everything else. Yeah, and like go team bra. Yeah. But if they win, they yeah, your phone finger up and whatever else. I mean, yeah, it's, wear my hockey puck head. Yeah. There you go. Hey, puck head. Uh, <laughs> no, it's it's uh, it's a it's an interesting question. We'll put it out on Twitter. Get get a poll out there and everything else. Anyways, Dave, uh, Thursday night, I got uh, I'm going to be the the quiz master again. I got. Um, I got a dozen questions already, or two dozen questions already teed up. Um, North American geography, sports, 
an entertainment potpourri, Hockey Canada and music titles and slash lyrics are the uh, the five topics this week. So uh, the you, the producer, and uh, if Jim Jim can make it out of whatever he's doing with his hair and everything else, uh, you guys will be going head to head against each other on Thursday night. Um, that's the five topics. We're not going to give out any more information than that. So hopefully uh, you got your thinking cap on, and you, uh, you maybe you uh, maybe maybe this week someone will beat you. No, no. You're pretty confident. I hope someone beats it. Or if there's a listener out there who wants to uh, challenge Dave, get a hold of us at 1420sports at gmail.com, Twitter, Instagram, <laughs> Facebook. If someone someone has a, a bigger uh, thinking cap on than Dave does, we'd uh, greatly appreciate him getting taken <laughs> off his perch. Uh, man, I'm getting tired of him winning. Well, I didn't win the Nuggets, but, you know, then again, <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't weigh Deanne's Nuggets before she threw those down her little red lane either she wouldn't have stopped i don't matter how big or small they were she would have just kept i do believe she might be more competitive than i so she uh, dave that's one thing she that i do i mean i I love a lot of things about her but her competitive spirit about things it's second to none it's 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 almost obscene to watch how she the effort she puts in uh like for like softball per se it's almost I don't want to say embarrassing, but it's like, Jesus, you know what I like? It's like, where, you where admire you, her try. Like, where are you going? Like where you, you're, you're out, you're going to be out. Like running that hard down first base, <laughs> you ground it out to the pitcher. You're going to be out. So it, whatever. God love her. Someone has to, but anyways, 1420 sports podcast day, pretty good show tonight. Uh, David Ortiz. We'll talk about, uh, we talked about baseball, the, uh, the NFL, the Oakland Raiders, that's a disturbing situation. The Battle of Alberta and then uh, the Hall of Fame, David Ortiz. If you guys uh, catch anything wrong with what we talked about tonight, please let us know. We don't check facts. We just go shoot from the hip most of the time. Oh, Dave's sneezing. <laughs> Dave's got a little situation going on. He's muted his... Uh... Yeah, all right. everybody to know i have a cough i have a cold i got my covid test covid negative um but i still have a a, a a fucking cough and sneeze jesus don't you hate that like just see i've had a sneeze for quite some time now. i don't know oh my nose is just trickling and trickling i just sneeze like a i'm like i was grateful in the store the other day because i was sneezing into my mask yeah it's just weird it was yeah. so disgusting sneezy runny person. nose for uh, i think i'm allergic to, to, to hand sanitizer personally but whatever well then don't put it on your face i don't well then why are you sneezing <laughs> i don't know it goes on my yeah, hands yeah. my pen <laughs> anyways for <laughs> picking my nose i pick my nose somebody picks their nose it's just a thing it's just a matter of getting caught. I don't, right. I don't mind for gold up there, but I pick my nose. You got to get out of there somehow. Yeah, I'm not going to use tweezers. Anyways, <laughs> the 1420 Sports Podcast, four beer sports talk, and a whole lot more. We are on every possible platform you get us. Anyways, Dave, take care. Of Even on more now, like Podbean, and there was oh, another we're thing. Everywhere. Today. Holy good, shit, good they're coming for us. And, uh, they're everywhere. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Well, let's find a sponsor. I'm working on it. Attaboy.
I'm working on it this week in Medicine Hat. I'm working on it. I think I got it taken care of. Anyways, okay. take care of each other more important. Take care of yourself. You need your round. Keep your stick on the ice. And what else, Dave? Jim, find us a sponsor and don't swing at high pitches. There you go. Hey, uh, trivia on Thursday and get back to us every, on our social media accounts. Let us know how uh, wrong we were. Good night, everybody. Good night. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.